Welcome to the Free Your Fears podcast. If you have always had that feeling deep down that you are here to do big things with your life and you are ready to step into your power, then you are in the right place. This is your one-stop shop for no bullshit advice on how to break through your limitations, stop playing small and create the life and business you desire. I am your host, Caitlin from Complete by Caitlin, and I help ambitious women break out of self-sabotage so they can stand in their power and create the impact and income they want. I'm so excited you are here, and I cannot wait to jump into today's episode with you. Welcome back to the Free Your Fears podcast, guys. I am super excited because I have another amazing guest with us today, and I met the lovely Sam in a mastermind that we did together last year and just seeing her do her thing and being her magic and all of she is really just inspired me and I just think she's an incredible human and her energy fuck me like I could not match her energy even if I tried but it's it's just this high vibe energy, but it's also very magnetic and it's very authentic to who she is. And that's why I wanted her on the podcast because it really, again, all the women I'm bringing on here have just given me that little bit of extra permission to fully stand in who I am and show all facets of me. And so I wanted you guys to get all of their magic as well. It's not that we need it technically, but sometimes we feel like we need it. So Sam has her own, she has her own podcast. She, uh, there's so much here. Like I have her bio in front of me and I'm like, what do I even pull out? But fuck it. You know what? (laughs) The main, the main things that I can see is that she's been on this huge journey within herself and within her own life and within her business. And I know over the last 12 months, especially there's been a lot of big shifts for her and that's, what I want to touch on today. So what I'm going to do is just get her to introduce all of her magic and how she got here today. Yay. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm pumped. Um, It's so funny. Like I know before we started the recording, I was like, you literally do not need to read that whole entire bio because it is so, it's so fucking long. But the truth is like, I'm a manifesting generator and I do so many things. And so it's like, uh, I guess I should just say all the things I do and am, but like, it's complicated. It's, it's complex. You can never really like put all that in a sentence, but, um, yeah, for your, for you guys listening, basically, if I was to describe myself, <laughs> um, like I'm a coach first and foremost, that's like how I met Caitlin to begin with. Um, I'm a dancer. Um, I'm a community builder. I'm a creator. Um, I, I like literally just feel like my mission on this planet is to help people love themselves, but more importantly, to bring people together while loving themselves. Um, as I always say, I'm just like, I just want everyone to love each other. Like that is literally what I want. Um, and I know that might sound like super cheesy and I used to think it was, but truly like if we can just fucking love each other, then but it starts with us. It starts with us. So I'm just like super obsessed with the human and getting the human to take care of themselves and show up for themselves and love themselves and all that shit. Um, and also I live in a van or I'm about to start in about a week full time. So yeah, that's me. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. And tell us like, 
how did you get into coaching? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so when, so I went to undergrad and graduate school for architecture. Um, and my, my thing was like, I always, like, I just wanted to help people. Like, I didn't even know what that meant. I, I actually applied to a bunch of, um, international programs to like travel around the world and like build schools for people. And I didn't get into some of them. I got into some of them, but like, it just didn't work out. And so I went into like the nine to five world. Um, I was in architecture and I was like, I was really in college. Like I was such a, um, teacher's pet <laughs> but like I was so obsessed with my work mm-hmm. and definitely put all of my like worth in my work but I was I mean I loved it like I was so passionate about it and I love design I love creating and I love buildings and all that shit but um it got to the point where I like neglected every other part of my life and I um like I didn't have time for a relationship I didn't have time to take care of myself so once I started in like the nine to five world I started taking care of myself and I started reading like personal development books and um I think I just realized like I didn't want a normal life Mm. like I I saw my boss checking his email at like I don't know 8 p.m on like a Wednesday where like he expected me to stay there and I was like that looks miserable like why am I doing this? You know, and it really just like hit me. Um, and I was like, I cannot continue on this path. Like I am not going to be happy if I stay here. And I just wanted freedom. Like I'm so obsessed with freedom in all parts of life. And I don't have, I don't have full freedom everywhere, but like I'm working on it. Um, but like the freedom that I craved was like, I wanted to just travel. I wanted to see the world and I wanted to help people. And I was like, I will fucking figure it out, but I got to get out of here. Like, fuck this computer thing. Like, I never want to sit behind a computer um, and like build somebody else's dream. And so basically what happened was I had all this mindset, but I didn't have anything anywhere to go with it. Um, But I was on my own journey and I was like, I had like lost a bunch of weight Um, and people started like asking me for help. They were just like coming to me and asking me for help. Um, and basically my business was born from the people around me. Um, like I never set out to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do, but I did not want to be sitting behind that computer. Um, so I was doing like freelance design work and photography and I was really fucking good at it actually. Um, but I knew that like, I had so much like momentum in like the health and fitness space And it literally like my passion for health after neglecting it for so long turned into people paying me monthly and it was kind of nuts. And like, then the gym that I was going to at the time, they were like, Hey, like, we'll, we'll like hire you as a personal trainer. And I was like, I don't even have a certification. And they're like, go get your cert. We'll backdate it. And you can, you know, whatever, like just coach here. And I was like, all right, like, whatever, sure. Like, why not? You know, like, um, cause pre, pri- like prior to that, I was working at the front desk of the gym for $11 an hour. Like I had left my full-time salary job, my benefits. And I was like, I just can't be there anymore. It doesn't make sense. And obviously like, I'm sure you can, I'm sure you can relate like the emotional turmoil of like leaving an industry that you spent so much money on. Like I'm still paying off my loans to this day. Um, but like, 
I knew my soul knew like, I can't stay here. Like you will figure it out. It will be fine. And so honestly, I would say that like following my soul and my intuition and just trusting that it's going to be okay. Like I'm not going to die. I'm not going to end up homeless under a bridge. Like I'm going to be okay. Following that has truly gotten me to where I am today. And I've just followed that. I have followed the joy. I have followed the fun because I need it. I mean, I got ADHD. I'm sure we'll talk about that too. But like, I'm now realizing like, if something isn't fun, I won't do it no matter how much it fucks me over. And so I needed to follow that phone and I couldn't sit behind the computer and draw wall sections of a building. Like I was like, (laughs) this is making me like pull my hair out literally. And so, yeah, I've just been following the fun and following the joy. And that's been my compass personally. Um, So yeah, I went from personal trainer to um, I got my nutrition certification and then um, I somehow got linked up in a Facebook group and met some people that were doing online coaching. It was super fucking random, but obviously all divinely orchestrated and end up starting the online thing back in 20, like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it, in 2019, I was like, fuck it. I'm going full send on myself. And I left the gym and I went online and I haven't looked back since. I mean, I have looked back because I'm like, fuck, should I get a nine to five again? Because like, <laughs> but you know, like I'm like, I have that moment and then I'm like, fuck, I couldn't work for somebody else. What am I talking about? And then I go back to my, <laughs> go back to life. But yeah, here we are. <laughs> Amazing. I love how you talk about, you know, following that fun and it's following that joy. Right. And how like for you to trust that even when it feels that you're burning fucking everything to the ground in order to follow the fun and the joy how are you anchoring yourself in that trust that's a great question um I think a lot of it was naivety to be honest I I didn't know nobody better (laughs) yeah like I I literally didn't know like okay how do I say this like Growing up, my mom was always like, everything happens for a reason, like trust. Like she was always very spiritual, but I didn't really like realize it. And it also used to piss me off because I'd be like, mom, like, you know, the rebellious teenager. But I truly do believe that her always saying that in my ear just like made that my belief. Like, oh yeah, like everything always does work out. Like I'm fine. And I, I just had like, I didn't have any fear at all of failing. Or looking stupid because in my mind I was like of course I'm going to be successful like I think I just had it from the start like of course everyone's going to want to buy my program like I didn't have doubt then which is crazy I wish I could go back to that time and I'm like trying (laughs) to get back to my old self to be honest because I'm like she was such a badass she just did whatever the fuck she wanted wasn't scared to sell like wasn't scared of anything and just created a fucking six-figure business out of nothing literally no business experience, no sales, no marketing, no website. Like it was hilarious. And I'm like, how did I have so much faith? It was my mom. Like truly it was her just being like, you got this. And, and the one question that I would, I remember asking myself and I still do this to this day when I'm doing something new and I'm scared, um, which is right now I'm doing a lot of new things is like, what's 
the worst that can happen. Mm. And it's like, the worst thing that could happen is that I would go back to architecture. Like that's the worst that can happen. I could just get another job. And then when I made the jump from in-person to online, I was like, what's the worst that can happen? And cause I was like scared of like not being able to like make it financially or like, I don't know. Like I just was scared. Um, and I was like, I can just go back to the gym. I can just go back to the gym. And right now I'm in a huge like transition of my business moving from like high ticket um, one-on-one to like actually like pretty low cost community. Cause I just feel the need to just fucking reach a bajillion people. And like, we're going to be in the van and I want to just like get people like in this circle and like having them like heal themselves. And I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? And then I'm like, well, I could just go back and just do one-on-one again. Like Mm -hmm. it's like, we have to sometimes like break out the worst case scenario to realize that we're already in the worst case scenario, (laughs) which is like not happy. Right. Cause like at a certain point, some things change and then you're not happy. And you're like, Mm -hmm. but what used to make me happy isn't making me happy. And it's like, that's when you got to ask yourself that question, but man, it's the trust and just actually facing fear in the face and not like letting it control you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And funny, I was, <laughs> as I said, like before we jumped on and I was laughing and I want to share this with um, the audience. Cause Sam's like, how are you? I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm lying. I'm not good. <laughs> like I've got, I'm like, I feel anxious as fuck. Like there's things. I start to pivot and change some things and just just these old things you know is it going to last forever it might end all of these thoughts are coming up for me this morning and I really just love that you brought up that question like what's the worst that can happen it's like well whatever like I'm in the same I'm in the same position and I've had that awareness before of ending up in the same position or not no sorry not even ending up in the same position but like seeing seeing that what I'm experiencing currently emotionally and psychologically psychologically and all those sorts of things is what I'd be experiencing if the worst thing actually did happen like I'm already (laughs) feeling it oh and fuck I'm actually alive and I'm surviving. So let's just like drop it and start to move on with the action pieces that are actually going to help us move forward. Yeah. And like, I think I didn't know what this was then because I was just very much like, you know, it's like before you learn that there's like a word for something, you just are in it. Like what I, what I'm saying is like the law of attraction, right? Like however, if you want to believe it or not, it's fine. But like, I was very much living that. Like that my like thoughts turn to things, you know? And I was like, I don't want to focus on the fear because then I'm just going to end up manifesting the fucking fear. And I didn't know a single thing about manifestation. Like I was just living my goddamn life. Um, but I do know that I was like, I don't want to focus on that. It doesn't, it doesn't feel good. So I was like, I'm just going to keep focusing on the action piece, which is really now, now that I've been a coach for like five years, I'm realizing, wow, I was a fucking genius. Like, how did I have that mindset? Like, it was so crazy to me. And it was, I honestly think it was a lot of just being naive, but it was like, wow, it was kind of like this really precious version of me that was like a newborn baby that didn't have like all this coaching imprinted on me. And I was just living, 
at like by design, like I was just living my truth, which was fearlessness or like the fear was there and I, but I made friends with it and I didn't let it stop me. And I think that I'm like, wow, I want to meet her. I want to meet Sam from like the baby entrepreneur years. Cause she's dope. Like, yeah, I'm dope too, but I lost some of that. You know, you lose some of that in the experience of being an entrepreneur because you, you fuck up and you fail and you know, all that stuff. Um, but it is so cool to just like, think back, like, wow, the things that you do when you have no even awareness of option of failing, you're just like, I'm just going, I'm just doing it. (laughs) And you're just this like free bird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, (laughs) yeah. I think back to, you know, my early days as well and very similar, just I was like, anything is possible. It's going to be so amazing and all of the things. And then just over time, yeah, you you do start to lose that. And you, I think that there's so much in this world about what about this? What about that? This and that. And, and you get almost overwhelmed with the amount of information that is here that you're just like things that weren't even in your awareness as a problem. You're like, oh, my God, is that a problem? I didn't think yeah. that was a problem. I never thought that was a problem until now. Is that something else I need to fix? Oh my God, if I don't fix that, does that mean that this is going to fail? Holy shit. And then you just like yeah. not feeling. <gasps> Dude. <laughs> oh my God. And I've, I've been feeling this so much lately. Um, I actually went, I'm doing a little social experiment where I unfollowed everyone mm-hmm. just to see what would happen, to see how my content changes, how I change, if I become more of myself again, because I really did get so, and this is a huge ADHD thing. Like I'm, we can talk about that in a sec, but like I got so overwhelmed and like deeply in comparison and like so scared of rejection. Like, and I've, I've never been that person. Like I've literally never been that way. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I think social media really fucking hurt me and I didn't even realize it. And I was like, I need to just get back to who I am. And I'm figuring that out. And I I really do feel like, like going back to that version of me that was just so fucking badass, like didn't even know she was badass. That's why she was badass, Um, (laughs) you know, and just like, was just doing shit. She was doing it. She was messing up. She was picking herself up. She didn't make it mean anything. And I'm like, yeah. Use a rock star, girl. Let's go. Like, that's, we need to channel that all the time in entrepreneurship. Like, just wiping out all the noise because there's so much goddamn noise. And I will say that in the past, it's been about three weeks. Yeah, about three weeks of not following anyone except myself, which sounds really egotistical, but it's not. Um, I feel like I am like getting back to my roots in a way. Like, talking about certain things or just like showing up or like not thinking about the fucking algorithm, like just showing up as I fucking want. And it has felt so nice to not play the game anymore. It's like, fuck that shit. I just want to be happy. I just want to connect with my people. That's all. That's all I want. Isn't that so much to ask? (laughs) So yeah, I think social media is a beautiful thing. It's connected me to some of the most amazing people, but for those of of you guys like me I don't know I don't know if it's like I'm weak or if it's like just it permeates everyone 
or if it's an ADHD thing, or if I'm just super sensitive, like I'm such an empath, but I get so easily affected by what people say. And then I overthink everything. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm not doing enough. Or, oh my God, my messaging, or, oh my God, I need to hire this person. Or, you know, like the, the list goes on and on. And it's like, no, Sam, you have everything you need. Just be here. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's a huge problem for so many people. Like I definitely get caught in that trap and I've been more so recently just unfollowing coaches because mm-hmm. not because I don't love them, but just because I, I'm like, should I be doing that? Oh, I need to change something. I need to pivot. You know, shadow work's too hard of a message. I can't talk about that because people don't want to talk about that because everyone else is talking about manifestation. So now I have to change my truth because that looks easier. And then I'm like, but I also think about talking about manifestation all the time and I want to shoot myself in the face because that's not my truth. (laughs) I I like to do the deep dives. I like that world. I like the darkness. It is what lights my soul up even though that sounds fucking weird no dude I feel you but like you know I always uh Debbie Ford who was like (laughs) my guru even though she's I love her bless her soul but she she talked about that when she was in the presence of Marianne Williamson she was really good friends with Marianne Williamson Marianne Williamson was so love and light like very that sort of you could imagine her just being an angel covered in white light and for a long time Debbie was like I want to be like her or I should be more like that. And then it just hit her and she was like, no, I'm like, I'm someone for the dark and that's my world. And I was like, and so that's like, I've been moving away from following all of these people because anyone who it's not their fault, obviously, but it's like anyone who triggers that part of me, that's like, you're not enough or reflects that back to me. I'm like, I need to stay in my fucking lane. Which means I can't have this because whatever it is, I'm not strong enough to repel it at this stage and that's okay. And I'm just going to be completely honest with myself and not say that's weak or that's shit or I should be better, I should be a better coach, I should coach myself through it. It's like that's just what it is right now. And maybe it'll change, maybe it won't. Who fucking cares? But Mm -hmm. it's like let's just leave it. And for anyone that's listening, like if you follow people that – create this feeling of I'm not worthy or I'm not enough or I need to change what I'm doing in order to seek more, to feel more fulfilled. That's not the truth. Mm -hmm. Detaching without worrying about what are they going to think or are they not going to like me? Or like if if you unfollow your friend because they're triggering you right now and they can't understand that you need to look after your own mental health and they're not your fucking friend anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It's like, I think, um, you know, it's funny, like, as you're saying this, someone recently told me that, which is just hilarious that this is what people talk about, but whatever. Um, someone was like upset that I unfollowed them and, and like said like, oh my God, like Sam blocked me. And I was like, I was like, whoa, wait, what? I didn't block anyone. First of all, but second of all, don't take things personally. Like that is the number one rule I think in four in the four agreements. Mm. I believe is don't think don't take things personally. And like I've realized that that piece of like philosophy alone is worth 
so much, like so much because I did that because I was struggling with my mental health, not because I don't like you or because I don't think your content's great or because I don't think I, I, I unfollowed my fucking fiance. I unfollowed my own van life page. Like I, I, I didn't, I, I, it was a statement for me. It was like, um, this thing of like, Sam, like you obviously can't stay in your own lane when there's a million lanes to choose. So you need to remove all the lanes. And it, for me, it's like, what I don't see, I don't get affected by, you know, it's kind of like the, um, when you buy junk food, you eat it because it's in the, it's front, it's in front of you. And it's the same thing. Like I love everyone I was following and I'm still following them, but on my other separate private account mm. so that I can go stalk them when I want, but like, or not stalk, but like, you know, just like catch up and like see what they're up to. But with my business, like I actually like, you know, this, it's just this feeling of like, if I really want to do what I want to do on this planet and like bring my mission to life. I can't have distractions because I am so goddamn easily distracted squirrel brain. And I will end up on someone's grandma's fucking page because I have a tension span of a squirrel. Like I, I can't afford to literally like have all those distractions. And so for me, it was like, I needed to have my blinders on, you know? And I think, I don't think I'm the only one that feels this way. Like, I feel like we need to do a way better job at curating who's on our feed and like actually curate our feed and not just like follow because like, you know them, like you don't have to follow someone because they followed you first of all. But like, if they take it personally, they got their stuff and that's okay. And it doesn't make you a bad person. And I think like, I've just been doing that work of not taking things personally so hard in the past few years so that like, Mm. it feels like in a way, like it feels like nothing can touch me. Like, I'm just like, no, like you're not taking my power away. Social media, you're not taking my power away. My past failed launches, my credit card debt, like none of this shit means anything about me. I'm not making it mean that I suck or I'm not good enough or anything. And those thoughts still come up, but I just don't want to entertain them anymore because it fucking sucks and it doesn't get me anywhere good I'm sure you can relate to that like yeah totally like yeah totally and yeah I've that whole not making things mean things about you or other people or whatever it is it is really at the core of what I teach is like actually detaching from these meanings and you know Mm -hmm obviously through shadow work, I use a lot of uh, looking at traits and judgments, right? And at the end of it, it's like the only reason we don't like being called a certain thing or we're scared of someone thinking a certain thing is because we're afraid of them saying, oh, you're X. And when we can actually see like through the shadow work that that thing actually doesn't mean anything except for the meaning that your ego gave that came from society, parents, blah, 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 blah. And that's why I love it because we get to this place of like, yeah, that thought can come up but I get to make the choice of that's old past conditioning and that's not my truth and allow Mm -hmm. ourselves to just deeply sit in that nothingness because it is nothing. And this is a huge concept and not for someone who's struggling with mental health so much, but like nothing means fucking anything, like anything except the meanings we're giving it. Like money has no meaning. Partners have no meaning. Dogs have no meaning. Nothing has meaning. 
but we get to choose the meaning. And so in that choice, it's like, what choice do you want to make? And when I first started learning this concept, it felt, okay, well, then what's the point in doing anything, right? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's where I went. And then I was listening to Ram Dass speak on it. And he said, the point is not to have a purpose. The point is not to have no meaning. It's not becoming attached to it. Mm. And so even if you're like, oh, this is where, you know, this is the meaning I'm giving to it. If that meaning shifts or changes or whatever, it's like, let it shift or change. If your purpose shifts or change or it's not working out or it feels like you're failing, whatever, then let all those things happen. Just be with that journey without those attachments that the ego so desperately wants to create. That is the only reason we suffer. Dude. Yes. (laughs) Amen. And I will say a real life example of this happening to me recently, the whole like attachment thing is as soon as I know you wanted to talk about this, so I'll just share it. But like, as soon as I got diagnosed officially with ADHD, um, I actually think that I became more distracted and more squirrel and more everything. Why? Because I gave myself a label fed into the fucking belief and didn't do all the other things I was doing prior that were making me navigate life air quotes I don't want to say perfectly fine because it's it it's not like it's not like you choose ADHD and you're born with it so you always have it but like you can choose to let it take power over you or not you know and it was like I had this moment of like oh I just like can't do it because of my ADHD and I was like whoa like I caught myself in that moment of being like sure my brain might not be wired the same way that other people's whatever that means are but I'm not gonna let that fucking stop me I'm not gonna play the game of like oh my gosh I have ADHD and I can't follow through on anything because that's like what ADHD is is like you just can't fucking follow through on things like you can't bring something to completion like and Yes, it is very hard for me to do that. I will admit. And it's like, it it means that I need to put certain things into my life in order to actually finish anything, which is very annoying, but whatever. Um, It's like, instead of playing to that narrative, I can't finish anything. It's like, no, how can I finish it? Like there is solutions, you know? And I think people relate so hard to their fucking problems instead of the solutions. Like they're so focused. And I say this because- I get this way too when I'm not aware of it. It's like we focus on the problem instead of creating the fucking solution, you know? And like our most most of the women are entrepreneurs or aspiring that are listening right now. Yeah. Right. So say you want a client, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I wanna, I wanna bring in a client. I wanna bring in a client. You're literally, when you're saying that, you're in lack because you're saying that you don't have the client already right? It's like you're in this wanting, needy, fucking longing energy, which that's not it. Like, what is it is, oh, the client's on its way. Like, I already have the client, right? Like, and we get this backwards, which is like, we want to see it before we believe it. But truthfully, and this goes back to the trust piece at the beginning, we have to believe it before we see it. Like, we have to feel it before it will fucking show up and it's like that is really hard for people like people want 
to see the thing before they believe it's possible. And it's like, what? Like, I, I get it. I do because I've been here. But when I think about the truth, the things that give me like shivers, you know, like full body goosebumps, it's like your potential is endless. Like you can create worlds, like all these like really big, large statements. But when you really feel it, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I am, I am limitless. Like I have no, like I have unlimited potential. The limit does not exist, right? The limit does not fucking exist. But as soon as you get the mind involved, the mind is so freaking limited. And that's where like 90 something percent of people are living. They're living in the mind. And it's like kind of full circle wrapping this up is like, I was in my head around ADHD, but as soon as I was just like, okay, great. I have ADHD. Cool. My free, my prefrontal cortex is a baby and it doesn't really do shit for me. And I can't fucking organize jack shit, but I can get someone to help me with that. (laughs) And I can make lists and do my best because I've lived my whole life up until now and I, and I've been fine. So I can manage it. Like, and then I just got back into my body and took action. And it's like, I truly believe that is the root cause of so many people's problems is just being so disembodied, you know, like you're living in your head. And it's like, I mean, as somebody who like coaches and helps women break through body image trauma and like I've gone through an eating disorder and body dysmorphia and a really fucked up relationship with myself. I know it's hard to be in your body and to be present because it doesn't feel safe, but that is like the magic. I really believe for all entrepreneurs is like getting out of the masculine mind and getting in to the fucking body, the feminine, like, because that's, that's how I grew my business to literally multiple six figures without any business strategy and my brain being a squirrel. <laughs> like I just took the action and trusted in myself. Mm-hmm. And it's only been this past year, which when I've been in the mastermind with you, where I've actually, I've really been in my head so much. Um, and it was because I was recovering from my eating disorder. And I, I like, I wasn't working out like the way that I used to. And I, I just like, wasn't able to, I felt like like I really needed to like not go to the gym, not work out. I, ne- I needed to just stop all of that because it was coming from such a disordered place. It was coming from such a place of like, I need to burn calories and I need to have a fucking no body fat and like, you know, and that obviously really, really fucked me up because this past year, yeah, we did make a lot of money. Like I get, like I, I whatever that means, right? Like, I don't even know what that means. I guess it's a lot, but I I felt like we could have, we could have made so much more impact if I had gotten my head out of my butt, but I have, I had my head in my butt so much. I was like, I so let the label of ADHD and like this story of like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and like, why would anyone buy from me? And like, who cares? That's also another one. I had all these stories come up this year. And I think it was because I wasn't working out and exercising and like actually like moving that stuff out of me. And it was just like sitting in my body, like manifesting as like not good enough, like you can't do it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's, it's crazy 
what the mind can do like in in the most expansive way and also in like a really destructive way Mm. and I think like you know your the work that you do like shadow work I fucking love shadow work honestly because I have like I don't know I feel like I'm like a sick like freak of nature and I do love the like dark side as well um but I remember reading um what is her name the dark side of the like yeah 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 that book and it like changed my life and I like came to so much acceptance for myself to be like wow I'm everything I'm literally everything and like even when I was going through my eating disorder I remember having to say um I am fat and getting so triggered because I was like being fat is so ugly being fat is stupid being fat is means you're unlovable like all these things and I was like oh my gosh like I've had so many judgments of fat people in myself like I I was so scared to be fat because of what I made it mean and like your work shadow work is literally so fucking important you know and it's like I truly believe like as an entrepreneur it's like you don't even (laughs) I don't know how to say this other than like the only thing you need to do is master your fucking mind like it and which means like get the fuck out of your head like get out of your mind like don't think about your thoughts god damn it like go into nature like go work out like don't think about the problem or the fact that you have these limiting beliefs or like like it's crazy I'm like why are we teaching about limiting beliefs because then you're thinking about the like it's like no how about we just set you up with a new belief system that slowly adapts you right and actually just gets you out of your head because Mm -hmm. truly that's how we make magic you know we don't make magic in our head like our our mind could never even conceive of giving birth like as a woman you know but it happens yeah. it's like there's so many ways that we limit ourselves, and it's like dude movement dancing I mean you know how obsessed I am with dancing and I'm always dancing all over the internet but like <laughs> and I know like you take care of yourself you work out it's like that shit is so important as an entrepreneur. It's, it's such overlooked work. It's like, oh, you want to be a business owner? Oh, cool. Do you move your body? Do you sleep? Do you eat vegetables? Like, it's like these basic things that like somehow get left off. And I swear the more that I have been taking care of myself, I mean, it's the most important thing to me, but like the more I take care of myself, the more everything else in my life flourishes. And I don't have time to think about what happens if I fail because I don't want to think about that. Like, it doesn't feel good, you know? And it's like, yeah, I don't know how we got on that rant, but the, <laughs> the point is like, I know that for myself and all my clients that are actually now coming out of the word work saying that they have ADHD, that like, and just being an empath, that combination, it is so easy to get stuck up there and it's normal and it's part of being a human, but it's like having the practices to get back in your body because truly like when I'm dancing to like jaw rule, like fucking no one's stopping me, you know, like, I don't know why jaw rule just came out, but he did, but like, 
<laughs> you know, it's like you don't have time or space to think about all the bad stuff. And I'm not saying you need to bypass it. Like, I'm, this is not like love and light. I'm not about, like, I'm about facing your shit. But like, when you are calling in a new client, when you are launching something, it's like, okay, great. Just distract yourself from the negative thoughts that are like, no one's going to buy. No one's going to sign up. This is pointless. It's going to flop. Okay, great. Acknowledge them. Thank you for keeping me safe. Now I'm going to go do something that makes me feel good. I'm going to go make myself a meal. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go dance. I'm going to go into nature. I'm going to meditate. Like I'm going to do something else because I have found that every single dollar I made in my business last year was made when I was having fun. I would wake up, money would show up on my account. Someone would sign a thing. Like it was always when I was having fun. It was never when I was stressing out. It was when I was relaxed. It was when I was having an orgasm. Like it was always around pleasure and fun. And it's like, we need to bring that shit back. Like, or maybe just reclaim it generally as women who have been neglected of that for so goddamn long. And it's like, yo, this is the way we get to make money. This is the way we get to make impact. Pleasure, hello, fun. <laughs> go, go like, I'm just, I always bring it back to dancing or having an orgasm. It's like the two best things, the two best feelings. Like, yeah. yo, <laughs> get out of that head. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh that's such a huge learning for me as well as you know I used to teach to like change your thoughts change your life and it's like no motherfucker change your nervous system change your life because if you can like right now I'm like fully aware that I have a lot of anxiety coming up and I've got these things coming up and and so instead of being like oh what journaling prompt can I do and like how can I overanalyze this and it's like I already know, I've already done enough shadow work to know exactly where it's coming from. And so it's like, I see you. Thank you. Like, I, I understand what you're trying to do. How can I look after my soul and my body right now? Because the thing about anxiety or fear, right? It's such an energetic thing. Like you want to like jitter and move and it just feels like, ugh. and so it's, how can I manage that? And this morning it's like, get up and go to the gym. You know, I, when I'm doing a launch now, because I'm just launched opening night yesterday, what I did was prep all of my stuff before the launch because during a launch is when all my shit comes up. And so I don't want to be sitting here writing content, being like, I have to write this content, but I'm freaking the fuck out. It's like, no, I just want it. Like I've written it from my space of like, this is really what's coming through. And for the rest of the launch, for the rest of the three weeks, all I have to do is fucking relax and go to the beach and go outside and just do the things that actually feel good because that's what that's the energy I want to also call people in with. I don't want to be calling people in from fear and scarcity because I'm just giving them tra- that transmission. And it's like, yes, shadow work can feel hard. Yes, it can feel scary. Yes, it can. But also it can be really fun and pleasurable because it's such a fucking beautiful modality at the bottom of it. And that's how I got to the place of being able to have fun and pleasure is because I got through the shadows that said I could not. Mm, Yes. And I think that's it, dude. Like not to coach you right now, but like, I feel (laughs) like you're like, you're here to help people do shadow work for sure. But I know that like shadow work is obviously like can be intimidating right and it's like it says the fucking word shadow in it it's like what the fuck is a scary monster you know (laughs) and it's like play on that like make shadow work fun and vibrant like 
make it fucking like the new hip thing to do I mean it I mean I would argue it also is like but it's like yo maybe this shadow work thing is actually like the best fucking thing since you know a nice solid piece of sourdough and butter like yo and and it's like how can we make it more fun how can we make it more pushable because I think women too like are most of your clients women all of them yeah all okay so if we think about it too I just recorded a podcast on this literally yesterday um, about like money and sex and how both of those things are about receiving pleasure right and if we actually think about women this is something I'm like a topic I'm really really fucking obsessed with right now is like our nervous systems are not actually even primed to receive the amount of money that we want to make or the amount of success that we want to make because think about it it's only been in the past like decade first of all that women have been successful like actually like a lot of money um and then not only that but if we look back in history women were cleaning the house cleaning the fucking shit off the floor off their baby's ass right like they were cleaning cooking cleaning cooking cleaning cooking like they were not receiving they were like the epitome of the opposite of receiving yeah they were just giving 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 and that is not a woman's job first of all right it was like obviously conditioning and society and programming like yes according to them it was but um okay so our nervous systems are not primed like our parents didn't even have this like the money and success that was available like think about that that's one generation we're the first generation the first to be able to be this successful which means we have to do so much goddamn nervous system work because if not we will listen to our programming which is all based in our mind and like we have to give our body safety and be like it's okay to be successful like you're safe to be successful you're safe to receive it's okay like it is okay body and literally have these conversations which sounds crazy but it's true and it's like it is safe to have success and pleasure and receive all these things as a woman and it just takes time like I truly believe this takes time like you can't rush nervous system work unfortunately um just like you can't rush any work but like if you're gonna do anything going into this year it's like work on your goddamn nervous system like get yourself out of fight or flight know how to move anxiety literally my number one tip for moving anxiety is jump up and down for 90 seconds like feelings don't last for more than 90 seconds in the body but our mind attaches to them and it will just keep them spiraling and it's like if you know how to hack your body like this you can be unstoppable truly it's just that we're not given these tools because we learn things like algebra in school you know and it's like yo what about like managing your emotions <laughs> like yeah. what about like your nervous system or like you know and, and I think this I mean this conversation is mad important because there's so many women that like know that they're destined for more and that like they know they're supposed to be successful they know it in their mind but their body is like ah! like putting on the brakes like no bitch it ain't safe you know yeah. and it's like this the embodiment piece and the nervous system piece is like, oh, this is my like most favorite thing to talk about in recent days because it's Same. juiciest, you know, it's not mindset. Like 
it's fucking not your mindset. It's really not. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, that's a big, big thing. I do. I introduced a new program for this year called Embodied Queen. And it really is about dropping into that embodiment piece. Like I'm for this program, I'm just like, this is not about me teaching you more things. You already know all the fucking things. You are not applying it, which means you actually need to learn what, like how to embody from here mm. and moving it from your head. And I was like, this is a podcast. You need to use your, <laughs> use your words, but moving it down from your head into your body. So it then becomes your life. And so the whole program is about going into embodying these different energies and then actually having, you know, breath work and people come in to help with that side and having emotional releases and doing all of these things together because people don't fucking do them by themselves. Like no, I don't. Only once you only, I do it now only because I fucking have stuffed it up so many times and I can see how, um, how like <laughs> a bit crazy I go without it. And, yeah. but it's like when I didn't have a space back when I first started hearing and learning a bit, then I just didn't use the tools. So I was like, oh, they don't really work anyway. And I just went back to old programming of what I thought I what I thought worked and ended me up in like, and whatever I ended up in burnout, exhaustion, you know, overwhelm, all of these anxious thoughts, all of those things. And so it really is coming back to this embodiment piece around the moving of the emotions, moving that energy and becoming the work rather than just knowing the work. Yes, that it's almost like the the visual I have is like, you know, when you go to a, um, an arcade, and like there's the claw and like you can like try to win the like prize or whatever and like so I imagine like embodiment because I feel like it's such a mysterious word like what the fuck is embodiment you know um it's like the embodiment is the claw picking up the information and then dropping it into the little like win basket where you can take it out it's like it drops from like up in this like conceptual ethereal space where you can't access it down into where you can like access it you know and I think the I feel like I mean I'm sure you can relate to this but I do feel like the majority of women if I was to make a statement are burnt out like they're anxious they're stressed they're very much in that like in the all or nothing mindset they approach that they use that with food right they restrict themselves or they go fucking hard in the gym like there's not this middle ground and they feel like they're never doing enough Mm. and it's like this is an archetype like this is a not a good one obviously it doesn't it sucks but like this is an archetype right now of society from years of women not being able to rest not feeling safe to rest not feeling safe to just fucking sit on a beach chair and like read a book you know without feeling guilty for not working or taking care of the kids or checking the email or whatever and it's like I had COVID for the past two weeks and I was forced like flatlined to my bed I couldn't do anything all I could do was like play Sudoku and like play phone games and I was like who have I become you know and it was so uncomfortable for me like and I was like wow for someone who does so much work getting out of my head and into my body and allowing myself to rest and receive I got work to do still 
like so much, so much work. And for those of you guys listening right now, if you're wondering like, yeah, well, how this is, how is this going to help me grow my business? Cause I think that's always like the ultimate thing, right? That's like what fucking people care about. Okay. It's going to help you grow your business because you're not going to be stricken. If that's a word with anxiety and fear and perfectionism. And you will actually just go and create, like you will do the thing. And the thing is, is you are not going to be an overnight success. Like I love you. And it takes time and it takes effort and it takes practice and success is literally a skill. So start now and just do something small. And it's like, something is better than nothing. And I like really had to get over myself when it came to like content clients and business and just know that like yo even like seven and eight figure entrepreneurs still don't know what the fuck they're doing if that's the truth what am I doing over here as this old little multi-six-figure little mini muggin like yo take action like that's really what it is it's like just do that because you know what you have to do. And like, that's the thing is like, we all know what we have to do. Yeah. We just yeah. don't do it. We avoid yeah. it. We do the easy thing. We do the convenient thing, but we don't do the hard thing. We avoid it. We avoid it. We avoid it. We avoid it. Cough, cough, attachment styles. But like, it's like, dude, at a certain point, the resistance builds up enough. And then you just go for it. Because again, going back full circle so cool it didn't mean that to happen but like what's the worst that can happen Mm. you're back where you are Mm. so just do it like nike is a fucking pretty amazing slogan you know and it's like just do it it. get out of your head and just do it stop thinking stop thinking stop thinking and go move your body go touch yourself (laughs) literally yeah that's the I love that how you brought it back to actually how that helps in business because it's like yeah yeah the embodiment and you know regulating your nervous system and like pe- breath work and going to do like all that stuff sound great but like how does it actually help me and you're absolutely because otherwise you feel so and I always use the same analogy like your nervous system is a drink bottle and it everyone's is pretty much fucking full all the time and then you add in like a little bit of stress which is for a business always a lot of stress and not always. That was a little, that was, that was, that was focusing on something, but it's like, we're so at capacity and then we sprinkle anything or we want to change something. And the change does trigger the nervous system because the brain doesn't like change. And so then we're overflowing. And then because we're overflowing, we then feel paralyzed. And then because we're paralyzed, we don't take the action. And then we go, well, I'm not taking action. And so I feel unfulfilled. I need to fill myself up with something. I can't fill myself up with the things that actually make me feel good. So I'm going to use food or social media or Netflix or this or that or whatever it is and end up feeling worse about myself. My drink bottle's still full and I'm never making, I'm never making any headway towards what I actually want. So I just feel stuck. Yeah. And it all comes from the fucking ego too. Yeah. Because the ego is like, if I'm not making a million dollars, then I'm a fucking failure, right? Or like, if you're hitting your first six figures, it's like, if I'm not making six figures, then I suck, right? Like, if you're I not- be encouraged. Like, I shouldn't be a business owner. I don't manifest well enough. I can't teach this. It's like, fucking oh my God. no. <laughs> Dude, you know what's so sad is, and this is going back to comparison too, is like, 
my um one of my friends she had she hit a million dollars in her business in 24 months and like she's I mean she's quite a bit older than me but like she's been in like this space for a while um but like she just like two years ago started her business it exploded and then she hit seven seven figures and I remember when I heard it, I was so fucking happy for her because like she's amazing and she I don't even want to say she works hard it's not it but like she's just she's great she deserves every single dollar of it and every amount of success but the first thing that I thought was oh my god I can't share my financial wins because they're embarrassing Mm -hmm. I was ashamed I made $250,000 last year and I was ashamed and I was like what the f what and it was like that was such an ego thing and I had to just like tell myself and like walk myself through and be like what like Sam you should be so proud of yourself how the f did you even make that much money I was like having a conversation with myself like how did you actually even do that and I'm like I don't even know like that's kind of crazy but it's like that example and I'm using that obviously it's a huge example but it's like where are you doing that to yourself right now? Like, where are you not seeing yourself or allowing yourself to be seen because you don't think it's good enough? Like, where are you hiding? Because you're like, oh my God, I only have one client. Woe is me. Hey, how about you fucking take a dose of humble pie? I love you, but I definitely give tough love. And it's like, what would happen if that one client heard that from you? I only have you. Like, uh she would probably leave your ass and it's like I truly believe it's like yo we gotta be grateful for what we have and I know it is hard it's hard when we see all the success all over the place and we want more and we're fucking hungry but yo your time will come your time will come but if you are not going to be grateful for what you have you are going to be given more to be grateful for you know and it's the same with your body like I used to use that mantra all the time when I was coaching on like weight loss and stuff when people wouldn't lose weight like as fast as they wanted to it's like hey you got to be happy and grateful in the body you're in now before you will ever get the one you want because if you don't then you're gonna get the body that you want because I did this and then you're gonna fuck it up because you're not gonna think it's good enough you're not gonna see it you're not gonna be grateful for it right and then you're gonna sabotage yourself Mm -hmm. and it's like if we can't practice gratitude in the present moment, I don't how I don't care how far away you are from your goal. It's going to take you way longer to get there. You're literally going upstream. Mm. And it's like gratitude's the secret sauce, man. It's like we got to remove the ego and we got to have gratitude, right? And like I say this even when like I was in the depths of financial fuckery <laughs> when I made a bunch of money, but didn't know how to save it. So I spent it all and then got myself into a clusterfuck in business. <laughs> and like, I was like, oh my God, like, what have I done? I felt so ashamed and so embarrassed and blah, blah, blah. And I let myself feel all the things, but then I was like, okay, I need to find the lesson and I need to be grateful because there's no way I'm going to attract more money from a place of shame. <sighs> and I was like, how can I be grateful for this for maxing out my credit card, literally me maxing out my business credit card. How can I be grateful for that? How can I be grateful for it? And I was like, well, I will hopefully not do this again. <laughs> Number, one. Number two, I might do it again because I'm a human, but like I will learn. Three is I will not spend 
out of a place of dopamine, <laughs> ADHD brain. <laughs> like I will look at my bank account and not avoid it. Like it was all these things that I was like, well, I probably wouldn't have learned that lesson. And I'm really grateful I learned it now before I have even more money to fuck up, you know? And it's like, the reason why I wasn't making more money was because money was like, yo, bish, you ain't ready for me because you obviously can't even handle this, you know? And it's like, okay. So who knows what's going to happen financially this year? It doesn't matter. The point is like, I can say that I'm responsible and in control of money. Last year, I was not. Like, it was all over the place. And I think like, that needed to happen you know and it's like the ego let that shit go (laughs) humble yourself know that you're doing fucking amazing and building a business online is hard and anyone that makes it seem not hard is lying should be unfollowed (laughs) yeah um it doesn't have to suck and it doesn't have to be super hard right but like it is it tests everything. Thinking. It's fucking emotionally hard. And I always talk about this. I'm like, it's probably my greatest personal development tool because it brings up all of like primal fears, like fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of judgment, fear, all of that shit will be put in your face and probably confirmed because when you like, you put all your heart and soul into this offering, you put it out and it's crickets and you're like, huh. and it's like, why don't people see me? And then you start feeling unseen and then you're in a child wants to cry and you're just like, oh my God. And it's just, it's so much. And it's like, again, it's such an ego thing. It's such a head thing. And it's not actually that hard, right? Like putting together an offer and putting it out and then doing the marketing for it's pretty fucking straightforward, right? Yeah. there's a bit of copywriting skills and whatever, but the rest of it is just, all of this stuff up here. And that's why I think it's hard. Totally. Yeah. Because like, if we can build businesses with very, very limited amount of business strategy, like you can do. (laughs) And it's like, they always say like, oh, business is like 95% mindset. And it's like, I mean, I don't know if that's true, but what I do know is like, it's really valuable to get yourself either a trauma-informed coach or a therapist or somebody who knows how to get you out of your head that can hold you accountable for the first like chunk of your business. Because if not, like, I think the statistic is like 90% of um, businesses die within the first year, which is I mean, of course they do. Like, there's a lot of reasons why that can happen, but like, it's so challenging. Like you said, it's like, I've always said like, um, it's like a spiritual awakening. Like my business was 100% a spiritual awakening that I didn't want to even fucking have. But like, there was no option, you know? There was no option. And I'm very grateful. I'm so grateful that it happened. And like, now I'm like, wow, how many lessons I was, like forced to learn, you know? Um, because like, why the fuck would you inflict like self-abandonment and like rejection and like people not thinking you're good enough, like the whole thing on yourself. Like, of course you wouldn't, of course you'd want to stay safe in your bubble thinking everyone likes you. And it's like, yo, business has made me realize like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what people think anymore. I'm so over it. Like, I don't care. I just want to love myself, which I do, (laughs) but like, I just, want to be happy (laughs) and that's it like I feel like that's 
so simple, mm. but I just, I, yeah, I just like don't have the energy anymore to care. Mm. And when I do care, I'm like, why do I care? You know, <laughs> like, what am I huh. making mean? Does it yeah. actually mean that? Oh, it means fucking nothing. Oh, nothing means anything. Anyway, back, <laughs> back, back to regular life. Let me just shake this out. But it, yeah, seriously, like, I do, I do feel like having an embodiment practice that's like your go-to. Unfor- like when I said it earlier, like I don't practice them unless like I'm in a forced setting. I feel that way about breath work because I get really fucking bored with it, but I know how powerful it is, but I need to do it in like a group setting or else I just like, you know, I'll do it for like a few minutes, but like, there's no way I'm going to like sit in my room for an hour and fucking do breath work. Like, no. Um, but I will dance. Yeah, and you've, yeah, you've got your practice. Like there's practices that will definitely lean on more. And right. I think diversity is really important only in practices because we can get like almost automatic with the practice. And so it actually stops having the same effect. And so yes. I can check, change, like I've got to be really hyper aware. And then the next thing you know, you're driving and you're like, how did I even get here? And you have no idea. And so it's the same thing. So having that diversity is very helpful um, with that. But I, I believe that we all have our like, you know, meditation is my staple practice. It's very easy for me just to drop into the breath and do all of that. But dancing is something I need to be more uh, like, you got to push me to do that. I'm going to push myself to do that. I've got to get into spaces to do that more. Mm-hmm. And because it's the one probably that makes me the most uncomfortable. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah. but it's also the one I need the most because that discomfort takes me out of the ability to think about other things, the ability to be stuck in my head. Cause I'm just like, Oh, I'm in the moment. I've got to deal with what's going on right now. <laughs> oh dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you said about the diversity piece, like I, like my go-to is dancing in nature. Like when I haven't been in nature for over a week, which is very rarely, but like it's happened with just like the holidays and like life, I notice a significant, like, I guess like decline in my mental health um, and so much more self-doubt and anxiety. And it's like the moment I get back into nature, I'm like, oh my God, this is what I needed. Like it always returns me back to my power. Always, like always, always, always dancing does too. Um, And I feel like we all need to have one practice. That's like super accessible. Like you can do it anywhere. And like, I, I, you mean, we can dance anywhere. Like you can go in the bathroom and dance. You know what I mean? Like, yes, obviously you can breathe. And I, I do, I do a lot of breathing, but um, having something that's super accessible and then having something that's like maybe a little bit more of a stretch, but really does like give you a good reset dude going for a hike there's nothing like it like or a trail run or something like that's my thing um because I just feel so like when you know when you're in nature and it's like nothing matters like you're kind of like tripping but like you're not (laughs) it's like you just get out there and you're like dude all the things I'm worried about like not even fucking they don't even matter like they don't matter and I think that's probably been my biggest um, takeaway too from like psychedelics mm-hmm. is like nothing matters. Like all the things we worried about, they don't even happen. And it's like, like, yeah, it's so, it's like, oh my God, everyone is, I mean, everything is everything. And like, I am nature and I am that plant. And it's like, whoa. 
but I'll say I don't know how much, I don't know like your experience with psychedelics but that shit changed my life because I do truly believe like I mean it obviously gets you into deeper levels of your subconscious mind but like it has helped me heal like crazy you know it's really helped me get out of that head and actually like turn my default from I'm not good enough to I'm good enough and then only like ran like you know randomly the I'm not good enough will pop up or the wound will pop up but like it used to be the other way my regular life or like my regular state of being was the not good enoughness and it's it's like having that shift and I mean that's nervous system work like that's really just like reminding like inner child work too I love inner child work um for just like just fucking giving yourself a hug and being like yo life is hard Mm. it can't be hard also life is beautiful and it can be easy yeah and it gets to be both and like just because life is hard does not mean that like you're not doing it right or like just because your business is challenging you or you know making you face all this stuff doesn't mean that it's not right it doesn't mean that you should quit it doesn't mean any like it really doesn't it means that like you want something badly enough and I think like anything worth like achieving is going to be challenging like Mm. holy shit it's like you know all the all the practice and all the skills you have to acquire like it is so hard it's so 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 hard so give yourself mad amounts of grace honestly and acknowledge your damn self you know (laughs) acknowledge it every client every dollar you made every everything every post you put out like you gotta be your own best friend you really do because this shit can get lonely so yeah and I think it's perfect um way to start to land the conversation (laughs) definitely this is a long one and I love it because it's so potent and I know that anyone listening to this is just going to take so much there's so much juiciness in here uh, my favorite, my favorite, my final question. <laughs> it is my favorite question, I guess. <laughs> my final question for today before we wrap this up is what do you think it takes for women to free their most for their fiercest version? Ooh, free their most fiercest version. All right, I'll give you a funny answer and then I'll give you like the real answer. <laughs> the funny. <laughs> But like the funny like playful version is like a pair of hoops and lipstick swear by it um okay I believe it's like getting to the root cause of your and this is for women so yeah I would say getting to the root cause of your dissatisfaction or unhappiness with yourself Mm. um and going to places that you don't want to go um because like low self-esteem low self-worth you know negative body image it starts somewhere yeah and like that's the shit I do with my clients especially around body like that's my expertise um and like no amount of weight loss and you know, plastic surgery, Botox, makeup, lashes will ever 
ever, ever mask bad energy, right? Mm -hmm. Negative energy. And it's like, that is the fucking most magnetic, tantalizing thing ever is having beautiful energy because it you can be like air quotes not the most attractive person like according to society standards but if your energy is dope as fuck it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter and that's how I honestly growing up long story short I was a dancer lots of comparison lots of not good enough lots of low self-esteem and I never thought I was beautiful and I decided that I was going to just make myself super mature and like um you know get the adults to like me and like have a great brain basically because I was like well at least if I'm smart and successful and you know I've done my I've done my work um it will like it will be fine like people won't notice I'm not beautiful and like I mean that's really a sad way for me to approach it but that's just like what it was and I feel like beauty really does come from inside you know, it really, really does. It's, it's all your fucking energy. Mm. And it's like, clean that shit up, yeah. clean it up, figure out why you're not happy, right? Just be honest with yourself and you will be the most fucking fierce, magnetic, unstoppable version of you. But you got to do the shadow work. You got to do the ugly, messy stuff to get through the other side. You can't skip it. You don't get to skip that shit. I love you. And <laughs> I love this. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your incredible download today and your incredible transmission. It was really fucking beautiful. And I had questions and I don't think I asked any of them. So <laughs> I just I just love where it went. I think exactly what people need to hear. I'm sitting here and I was so present with what you were saying because I was like, thank you. I also needed this today. Um and oh, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm just like get off social media today go be with myself, get out to nature, do all those things. It's just a reminder of exactly what I needed. So thank you from me. <laughs> a little bit like where can people find you? Yeah. Um, so you can find me. I'm mostly on Instagram. Um, you can find me at, and then just my name, Sam, or not just my name. I should, I'm getting better at that. At my name, <laughs> at Sam, and then Altieri, it's A-L-T-I-E-R-I. I'll just give you the link. Um, and then you can also search iTunes or Spotify, the Sam Altieri show. Um, and I would say those are my favorite two places to be. Um, yeah, that's like, that's where I hang out. That's like been my OG, been on the gram since. Love the gram. <laughs> yeah. I do. I, you know, I've tried TikTok. And I think it's just a distraction for me at this point. So yeah, just search my name and you'll find me. Amazing. All right. Thank you so much for being here. And guys, as always, if you have loved this, please screenshot the episode, put it on your stories, tag us and just share it, share the love, share with someone who you think needs to hear this or it will really help because as always, we are here and I bring these incredible, strong, powered, amazing women in because I know that they love this work as much as I do. And we are all here with our purpose to help change as many lives as possible. And you guys, the listeners, are the biggest part of that as well. And so we hope that you've taken so much from this and you can pass it on to continue that beautiful ripple effect. And if any questions, 
DMs are always open. Please feel free to ask and any feedback, all the things. But apart from that, we will see you. I will see you. (laughs) No, I won't. I will speak to you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Thank you.